0: Dear listeners, welcome back to ITS Podcast. This is episode 74, May 2023. I'm Dr. Maryam Kavishka from Amdobad University, India. In this episode, we have Barish, who will give us some interesting news from our ITS field. After a short break, Haluk is here with an interesting book review. And at the end, you can listen to my dialogue with our special guest. In this episode, we have Gidun Kedem from Valence Semiconductors, and he will introduce some of their AI systems. Let's listen to Barish from Berlin. Go ahead, Barish, please.
1: This is Barish presenting following news in the field of ITS for the ITS podcast. In this episode, we bring you some of the latest news and developments on intelligent transport and autonomous driving. Dubai's RTA and Cruise start testing on Dubai roads. Dubai's Roads and Transport Authority has partnered with self driving technology company Cruise to launch autonomous taxi services in the city. The aim is to deploy 4,000 self driving vehicles by 2030 to reduce traffic congestion, accidents, and harmful emissions. The RTA has started data collection and testing of Cruise technology for Dubai's traffic signals, signage, and driver's behavior using five autonomous Chevy Bolt based vehicles in the Jumeirah 1 area. On March 9th, Cruise held a workshop to review the specifications of the Chevy Bolt-based autonomous vehicle, data collection stage, operating model and incident response. In another news, Cruise recalled 300 AVs after a recent incident in which one of their autonomous vehicles was involved in a minor collision with a city bus in San Francisco. The investigation revealed that the vehicle's error was related to predicting the movement of articulated vehicles like the bus involved in the incident. The engineering team created a software update that significantly improved the vehicle's performance around articulated vehicles, and the operations team rolled out the change to the fleet within two days, the CEO of Cruise explained in a blog post. Autonomous trucks will haul freight in U.S. Self-driving trucking company Kodiak Robotics has partnered with CR England, a truckload carrier in the U.S., to launch a pilot program for the autonomous shipment of Tyson Foods products between Dallas and San Antonio. The pilot program will involve Kodiak self-driving trucks and CR England's refrigerated trailers with safety drivers present during the initial stages. The integration of autonomous trucks aims to improve safety, reduce fuel consumption and lower carbon emissions for CR England's fleet. Self-driving grocery delivery trials in London ASTA customers in London can now have their groceries delivered by self-driving cars thanks to a partnership with Wayne. The year-long trial aims to provide autonomous delivery to a catchment area of over 170,000 residents across 72,000 households in London. This trial enables integration of WAVE's automated driving technology into ASTA's daily operations. During the trial, WAVE self-driving vehicles will join ASTA's existing online delivery operation at the Park Royal Superstore in West London. Asta Park Royal customers can place their next-day delivery orders online as usual, with the only difference being that they could be randomly selected to have their order delivered by a self-driving vehicle. Automated MAN electric bus in regular service MAN is set to test an automated electric city bus in Munich as part of its MINGA research project, which aims to reduce the cost of public transport and address a shortage of driving personnel. The project will also include testing an automated ride pool with three to five vehicles for on-demand operation and the scheduled operation of an automated solo bus. The use of automated city buses aims to help optimize public transport and reduce motorized private transport. The project is set to run until December 2025 with funding from the Federal Ministry for Digital and Transport. Thank you for listening to the MiniNiv section of the ITS podcast. We will continue to bring you more news of breakthrough advances in our field in the upcoming episodes.
0: Thank you, Boris. Today, Boris had his focus on IV sector of intelligent transportation. That was Boris Chohan from the Technical University of Berlin. Haluk is back with us and he has brought an interesting book to introduce. Port Automation and Vehicle Scheduling, Advanced Algorithms for Scheduling Problems of AGVs.
2: This is the book review section for ITS podcast, read by Dr. Haluk Eren, Frat University, Elazığ, Turkey. The book title is Port Automation and Vehicle Scheduling, Advanced Algorithms for Scheduling Problems of AGVs, and consists of 304 pages, published by CRC Press in 2022, written by Hassan Rashidi and Edward Song. In recent years, integrated management of equipment in automated container terminals has become more necessary and has attracted more attention. There are more than 2,000 ports over the world. These ports play an important role in global manufacturing and international business. There are two main objectives in this book. The first one is to study optimization problems in container terminals. The second one is dedicated to developing advanced algorithms for the scheduling problem of automated guided vehicles (AGVs) in ports. This book is divided into two major parts. The optimization problems faced by today's modern container terminals and the advanced algorithms to tackle the scheduling of automated guided vehicles. The cargo ships can be classified into two types. The first type transports huge quantities of commodities like crude oil, coal or grain. The second type usually carries goods packed into steel containers of standard sizes. Part 1 of this book concentrates on the second type, which attracted more attention in both investment and automation during the last decade. In the past few decades, much research has been devoted to the technology of AGV systems, both in hardware and software. Nowadays, they have become popular over the world for automatic material handling and flexible manufacturing systems. These unmanned vehicles are also becoming the common model of container transport in the seaport. Part two of this book is therefore dedicated to the advanced algorithms tackling the scheduling problem of AGVs. This book consists of twelve chapters. Chapter 1 provides an introduction. Chapter 2 describes problems and decisions to be made in container terminals. Chapter 3 reviews literature dealing with research done in container terminals and formulates the decisions. Chapter 4 addresses three main issues associated with providing practical software for the decisions. Chapter 5 focuses on one of the most important problems in the ports and then formulates it Define a scheduling problem for robotic vehicles in container terminals. Chapter 6 applies the standard NSA to the scheduling problem of AGVs in a static aspect. Here, experimental results are collected from the efficient implementation of NSA. Chapter 7 presents a novel version of NSA which is called the network simplex plus algorithm. Chapter 8 extends the NSA in the dynamic aspect which is applied to the dynamic scheduling problem of AGVs in container terminals and their results are compared. Chapter 9 presents a gradient algorithm GVS to complement the solutions. To evaluate the relative strengths and weaknesses of GVS and NSA+, a few comparisons are performed in this chapter. Chapter 10 models the scheduling multi-load and heterogeneous AGVs problem in container terminals. Chapter 11 focuses on integrated management of equipment in automated container terminals with the aim of increasing efficiency and effectiveness of the resources. Because the integrated problem in container terms falls into NP-hard problems, it was divided into two sub-problems, allocating resources to containers and arranging the containers serviced by AGVs. Sorting kinetic genetic algorithm is deployed for the solution. To determine the appropriate values of the parameters, Minitab software and Taguchi method are employed. The results are compared with the particle swarm optimization algorithm. Chapter 12 provides a comparative summary of the algorithms for the scheduling problem of AGVs. Since container terminals have an important role in globalization and international trade, several suggestions for further research are provided at the end of the chapter. This book is a scientific report of a very solid piece of research. It is useful for port authorities and researchers including specialists and graduate students in operation research interested in port automation and vehicle scheduling with automated guided vehicles.
0: Thank you, Haluk. This was Professor Haluk Iran from Firat University, Elazik, Turkey. For this episode, we have our special guest, Gidun Kedem. He has led Valen Semiconductors Automotive Business Unit since 2020. Their MiPi A5 or MiPi 5 system can provide us with higher speeds in vehicle connectivity. Gidon Kadam has led a Valen Semiconductors Automotive Business Unit since 2020. He brings more than 30 years of experience in the semiconductor and EDA industries, with various roles at leading companies like Cadence, Intel, and Xilinx. Prior to joining Valence in 2020, Gidon managed the sales and business development at Zelix, activities across EMEA, Israel, and India, with revenue responsibilities exceeding $200 million. He holds a BSc in electrical engineering and an MBA, both from Tel Aviv University. Valence is the first company to launch chipsets compliant with the MEPA 5 standard for high speed. In-vehicle connectivity, which has been adopted by IEEE and has been endorsed by Sumitomo Electric Industries, LG, Sony Optical, Sony, Sony Semiconductors, Omnivision, and Intel, and others. A5 based on valence technology, provides an improved framework for software-driven applications through simplified cabling, more flexibility in the placement of sensors, and better scalability to reduce cost. Valence and uh, Storndridge are developing long-reach connectivity solutions. Valence also addresses one of the biggest challenges in the proliferation of ADA systems, ensuring error-free links in the harsh car environment facing electromagnetic interferences from inside and outside. The more electrical units, high voltage system and bundled wires, the more electromagnetic interference and there is distorting data. Welcome to ITS Podcast, Gidon. I gave a short introduction about you. Uh, if I missed anything, would you like to add?
3: Thank you very much. Now, I think you've done a great job describing. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Gidon, for uh, being with us. Can you share a bit more about your background and uh, your role at Valence Semiconductors, please?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, as you said, I uh, my background is a combination of both semiconductor and EDA. I started my career at uh, Intel many years ago uh, and then I've joined Cadence Design System, the EDA company. Following that, I've moved and worked for Xilinx. So, you know, most of my life I spent working for uh, international companies and it was a very refreshing and uh, I would say a challenging change to uh, join a smaller company like Vadense and to head the automotive business. I always had passion for automotive and I think that's a great opportunity. Valence is uh, uh, making an impact in the automotive industry. And I think we are about to make a, a big step, right? With our new technology. So it's all very exciting and I'm happy to share this with you today.
0: Thank you so much. Uh, In my introduction, I explained something about proliferation of sensors. Uh, What are some of the biggest connectivity challenges which is caused by uh, proliferation of sensors in today's vehicles? How do the bandwidth requirements of vehicles in development today compare to uh, what has been necessary in the past?
3: So I think maybe before answering this, maybe we'll take a step back and just look at the automotive industry as a whole which I think everybody recognizes is going through a huge transformation. And I would would say that this transformation uh, is a transformation of of the passenger vehicle uh, that used to be a masterpiece of mechanical engineering is now becoming a masterpiece of computer engineering and artificial intelligence. Uh, And and, uh, moving forward, the cars, whether, whether it's full autonomous or ju- just a vehicle very well equipped with ADA system, right, is having a central brain, central compute, which is fed by information of the environment and the, by, by different uh, sensors, different type of sensor. It can be cameras, it can be radars, it can be LIDARs. All this data from the environment via the sensors needs to reach the main compute system, uh, the main compute center uh, of the car. And... Uh, uh transferring this very important data is a challenging task, because the, the environment in which the car uh, is operating is uh, very difficult, very challenging. It's not a, a neutral environment, it's an environment which is uh, suffering a lot of uh, EMI attack, a lot of electromagnetic interference uh, problems, which is coming both from the outside and the inside of the vehicle. We are focusing. We are at Valence focusing on enabling this connectivity uh, to be with the appropriate bandwidth, which is which is uh, uh, growing, uh, and also very resilient to noise, such that it can be transferred in a very secure way without any glitches that will uh, uh, avoid proper operation of the system and also will risk passenger or or pedestrian. Mm-hmm. Um, in a nutshell, our technology is digital, uh, and, and that's the, I would say, that's the big message that we bring to the to the industry, because digital is scalable, so we can address growing needs of bandwidth. Digital is resilience, because you can adopt all kinds of uh, um, technologies and methods to overcome noise and uh, make the links uh, resilient. And the... Uh, uh, on top of being error free, digital is also securing low latency for uh, what is required for the smooth operation of cars today. So I, I may took your question and into a, a little bit of a broader answer, but I hope I answered what you expected.
0: Yes, that that was, that was sufficient. Uh, but it brings us to our uh, next question. What is v a seven thousand? and uh, how does uh, VA7000 and the overall AFI ecosystem address these connectivity challenges which we discuss right now?
3: Okay so uh, first of all I think uh, we need to recognize and understand that uh, until recently those uh, connectivity solutions which are in the market uh, were not, uh, were not uh, defined by any standard. So we have we have legacy solution are proprietary solution. And when the industry is scaling up, when the industry is scaling up and the requirements are growing, a standard is a must, a standard is a must. And uh, uh, MIPI 5 is actually the first standard which is defining the high bandwidth, error-free connectivity between sensors of the car to the compute unit and between the compute unit to the display. And this uh, standard, that was defined by the MIPI Association based on Valence technology is the one that we are implementing with our VA7000 uh, family. So mm-hmm. our chipset, the VA7000 family, which we are now shipping to customers, is the first one to comply with this standard and to support this standard.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Uh, so uh, Valence Semiconductor has uh, announced a several collaboration with uh, tier one sensor suppliers and uh, component manufacturers over the past two years. Can you discuss some of these uh, recent partnerships and how uh, they are helping Valence Semicard Doctor advance the AFI system and ecosystem?
3: Yeah, so uh, in the last two years, the ecosystem around MIPI and around our technology, the VS7000 family, has grown very quickly. Uh, and we have today most of the uh, sensor vendors on one hand and the SOC vendors, on the other hand, uh, supporting this. just to to mention a few, Sony, uh, for example, who is a leading uh, who is a leading sensor uh, provider, uh, has announced that they will integrate aFI into their uh, sensor. We also recently made a press release with them announcing full interoperability of the Sony test chips with our with our technology. Uh, Mobileye, who is a leading ADAS provider, a leading SOC provider, uh, is also endorsing AFI, and we are also demonstrating uh, interoperability with their system uh, and and AFI. We have recently uh, announced with Intel, uh, Intel Foundry Services, uh, a collaboration under which Intel will support AFI design implementation in their foundries and will uh, help customer develop uh, solutions around uh, uh, around a5 And we have many others, right? Test companies like Keysight, who is giving the industry test equipment to qualify a5 solution. Um, uh, companies like LGIT, a uh, subsidiary of LG, who is developing a SIP, system in uh, package models, uh, supporting uh, AFI. So we have many, many companies endorsing and supporting AFI, I think, uh, the ecosystem is really growing very fast.
0: Uh, Thank you, Gidan. A5 was uh, recently validated by Japanese alliance Jasper for its uh, network of OEMs and tier one suppliers that uh, includes Toyota, Nissan, Honda, Mazda, and Denso. Uh, What is the significance of this uh, for the future of A5 ecosystem?
3: I think this is a very significant endorsement, right, from Jasper to A5. And it's actually, I think, opening the Japanese market in a very broad way. This uh, endorsement did not happen just by coincidence. It was uh, following very intensive testing that uh, was done by, uh, by Jasper. And if you go today to the Jasper website, you can find on the website recommendation an endorsement uh, to their members to use AFI. And following that, we have uh, quite a few Japanese OEMs and T1s showing interest in AFI and evaluating the technology. And I'm sure Japan will end up being one of the largest markets for AFI.
0: Thank you. Uh, So just uh, an information for our listeners that there are lots of videos available if you want to know more about uh, MEPA-FI and uh, they are provided by Balance. And one of those, um, uh, they are talking about uh, adding camera A and B and uh, after the fusion of data, then camera C will be added. Can you explain the concept of sensor fusion and uh, why it is important uh, to reaching the next level of autonomous driving?
3: Yeah, so we spoke uh, earlier about the car becoming a masterpiece of computer engineering and artificial intelligence, and actually the different sensor providing uh, data into the central compute, the brain of the, uh, of the vehicle. And uh, for various reasons, it's very important to have different types of sensors working together. Uh, first of all, each sensor has its lim- limitation. <clears throat> limitation. Coming from weather conditions or lighting conditions. So, you want to have a combination of both cameras, radar, and sometimes LIDARs all operating together. You want the data from those different sensors to come uh, synchronized and with zero latency or practically zero latency into the central brain, such that the decision of the brain who is controlling the car can be done immediately and taking into account different aspects of data which is coming from the outside. And uh, it's not just the need to cover some deficiencies uh, of uh, cameras versus radars, et cetera. Uh, Sometimes you also need uh, to duplicate the channel. So you want to have a secondary channel supporting the primary channel such that if you have something going wrong, in the primary channel, the secondary channel is still efficient and, and, and working. So, again, this is also the importance of combining different uh, uh, sensors into one system. And AFI and is actually enabling sensor fusion in a very efficient way because no matter what type of sensor is it, radar, lidar, camera, what have you, the connectivity defined by AFI is supporting all of those in a similar way, and we are able to bring everything to the central compute in a coherent and and error-free way.
0: Yes, thank you so much. In uh, between, we will have some uh, interferences, and you recently wrote an article about the growing electromagnetic interference, or EMI, challenges within uh, today's connected vehicles. Why is this a growing concern, and uh, how can AFI address it?
3: So first of all, why is this a growing concern? Uh, As the car is evolving, right, and using more and more sensors, you have more and more links which are exposed to EMI attack. The second thing is the dependency of the car on the data of those sensors is also growing. So you cannot afford glitches or mistakes uh, on those uh, channels. In parallel to this, the level of noise, the electromagnetic interference inside the car and outside the car is growing. Inside the car is growing because you add more compute power into the car, you add more electrical components into the car, you have uh, electrification of, of the engine. So all of this is creating more noise in the car. Also the environment, right? You have more and more cellular antennas in the infrastructure uh, in, where, in the places where the car is driving, the road infrastructure is also becoming more sophisticated with all kind of uh, transmission of data connecting the car from the external uh, in, from the external road, from the junction, from the stoplights. All this transmission, which is going on in the air, is causing uh, exposure to electromagnetic interference. So. I would say, imagine yourself a car driving and passing near a cellular antenna or passing near a radar or passing under a high voltage uh, cable in, in, in the freeway and the noise coming from the outside is causing a glitch to the system, which is not functioning anymore. This can be very, very dangerous, right? This can cause an accident, it could cause casualties. So you must secure the links from the sensors to the compute unit. AFI standard and our VA7000 family is addressing this very well. As I said, because the core technology is digital, this is enabling us to implement in the system mechanisms which are canceling the noise and overcoming it and securing error free links. We are also doing this using very, uh, very simple infrastructure, harness infrastructure, which is less sensitive to aging. Many of the the uh, legacy technology are using shielded cables or coax cable, which are much more heavy and much more expensive, and also suffering aging where the performance of the cable is degradating over years. Our technology do not count on this protection of the cables, but we overcome ourselves about with with internal mechanism, right? We overcome glitches or noise, so we don't need this protection and we are securing the the error-free links by design with our technology. So I don't think anyone else can really do that. uh, And the A5 standard and the implementation that Valence is doing with our digital-based technology is securing those requirements.
0: Thank you. Uh, so knowing that how AFI is helpful in the system, what are the biggest hurdles to the advancement of the AFI ecosystem?
3: So I think that the the key thing is that AFI is relatively new. So the standard was defined two years ago. Valence is, is the first one to ship the family of devices supporting this. So customers are just now starting to experience. Right and to test and to qualify. Um, I think that very quickly we will see broad adoption and we are also aware of a few more companies who are stepping in to offer an uh, A5 solution to a customer. Some of them I have mentioned already, some of them are yet to be announced in the coming months. Mm-hmm. So I think the uh, A5 being relatively new right, is uh, is causing a bit of a delay in the adoption because as you are aware, in the automotive industry, qualifying new technology and implementing them take time. It can take two, three, four years from the time an OEM is starting to evaluate the technology until it's been deployed. From what we hear today, from the initial responses that we get from uh, OEMs who are testing our technology, We're very, very optimistic that this will happen pretty quickly.
0: Very nice. Uh, Let's hope for the best. What do you think about the future of uh, connected vehicles and uh, intelligent vehicles?
3: So I think it's difficult to predict how fast it will happen, but I think it is uh, fair to assume that this direction is going to evolve and happen. Uh, I think that uh, future mobility services with autonomous vehicles, with connected vehicles, with road infra- infrastructure supporting this will definitely happen. We see all the signs for, for uh, the industry going this direction. Uh, but I think there are question mark around, okay, will it happen in five years, in 10 years, in 20 years? And will everything shift there? Or are we going to see a world where uh, everything will live side by side? Mm -hmm. together, you know, connected vehicles uh, and uh, autonomous vehicles, but also vehicles who are being driven by human beings. So I believe that eventually we're going in this direction. I think how fast we will get there is still a question.
0: Thank you. So uh, given, uh, I asked this question from uh, many of the people from the industry, especially any suggestions for our researchers in the field of ITS, intelligent transportation system, or communication? What are the main criteria and topics that you would advise them to focus on or take a project on it?
3: Well, I, I think this is a, a, a very broad question. There are so many things that that uh, can be of interest and can be uh, valuable. Uh, you know, again, if you look at the future vehicle. Uh, It is a very intelligent robot with uh, many layers of software, but it also requires a very solid foundation of hardware. Um, From what I see, it seems to me that many people are excited about the potential in the very sophisticated software system. Mm -hmm. Uh, and Maybe we are missing a bit of focus on the hardware foundation. Uh, Mm -hmm. We are focusing on the hardware foundation, we believe we need to deliver what we call future proof hardware uh, for the future vehicle on top of which all the software system and layers can operate smoothly uh, and i think that defining this future proof hardware uh, mm-hmm. the different layers of of uh, of the hardware the fundamental uh, architecture uh, connectivity and uh, and the uh, uh, Compute and data resources that will be required to support the the uh, the needs of the very sophisticated software system. I think this is where I would uh, suggest for people to invest more time and find the the exciting technologies or the future technologies for this hardware.
0: Thank you so much, uh, Gidon. Uh, we talked about a few aspects of uh, valence and technology. Would you like to add anything to whatever was discussed before?
3: Well, I think we've covered uh, a lot of the aspect of uh, of the things that uh, that we are doing, and uh, I I would just say that uh, if you look into the future, it's very exciting, right? The the way the industry is moving um, is is amazing, and the transformation of of the technology is actually also uh, causing potential transformation to business models, to how companies are operating, etc. The transformation of the automotive industry is going to impact every one of us and, uh, in a very significant way. And I think the future, the world of the future from transportation perspective is very, very exciting.
0: Thank you so much, Kidon, for being with us. It was a pleasure to have you as our special guest in ITS Podcast.
3: Thank you. It's been a pleasure here. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Gidden, for being with us and talking about your company and its products. We have shared the link to Valen Semiconductors for our listeners. Please feel free to learn about their products and services. And if you would like to know more, you can always contact them. Dear listeners, ITS Podcast is looking for volunteers to cover some stories or participate on their own terms. If you're interested to join us and being a voice of ITS or preparing some material, send us an email with a short resume, please. Dear listeners, we would like to hear back from you. If you have any idea to add or any specific field of research to cover, write to us. Let us know. Thank you for being with us. This podcast is sponsored by IEEE Intelligent Transportation Systems Society. And this was Dr. Maryam Kavishgar with you from IEEE ITS Society.